0: Welcome to another episode of the Kerry Dixon Show with the Chelsea legend that is Kerry Dixon and uh, some uh, unheard of bloke who was rubbish at football called Stamford Chidge. Uh, that would be me. Uh, and I should say, before we get going on another show, uh, that uh, it's in association with the lovely people at Chelsea Fan 12 ChelseaFan12.com, to be precise. They are the home of the 12th man, the fan. And uh, if you go and have a look at their website, you'll find that they uh, they sell a huge amount of fantastic uh, memorabilia, signed boots, signed shirts from all of your favourite Chelsea, uh, Chelsea players. So check it out. And uh, also, um, they have some great videos, including the one that uh, Chopper Harris and Gary Chivers do after every home game in the Butchers' Hook Pub, a very famous Chelsea pub, of course, for those that know it. And you can follow them on Twitter, at Fan12Chelsea. So... Kerry, how are you? I'm fine, thanks.
1: Um, pretty good spirits. A little bit... Uh, good. little bit uh, peeved, if you like, to, to coin a phrase. Um, a little bit gutted for the lads, because uh, as I expected to a degree, they produced a performance. Um, it was a strange one. I was, uh, was going to be critical of the selection, but as I always say, um, it's about results. And although the result, I'm going to say, turned out not great... Very nearly looked like a very good result if we hadn't given away the last well, the goal uh, that was that was to be the equaliser to Lionel Messi, of course. Um, but uh, it is still open, but it's made it uh, a little bit tougher for us. And obviously they're going to go into the second leg as favourites. But um, everyone who I speak to has been thinking about Ramirez and Torres and Tuol and so on. and So listen, spirits are still up and uh, we are in it. We're not out of it. And
0: uh, it was a decent performance and yeah, absolutely i couldn't couldn't disagree with any of that mate i mean I, it was a, it was definitely a great performance, but I agree with you it was the result was ultimately disappointing, but you know we should should you know drill down a little bit on that i i I think for me, context is everything and and we've done this show for the last couple of months, you know veering from the disappointed to the depressed with some of the performances chelsea've put in, so you know going from where they have been in the last few weeks to a performance like that was absolutely superb, I think. And, you know, to to, to talk about the detail a little bit more, I thought it was incredibly uh, disciplined, actually. And And I really didn't know... I didn't think that this team had it in them. And, you know, if you'd have asked me two weeks ago... A 1 1 draw against this Barcelona side, I'd have probably taken it, to be honest, mate.
1: Well, two weeks ago, you might have done. Uh, one, or we, we would have all thought, is it going to be enough to get us through? And ultimately, this is what it's all about. You know, we don't want to go out with a stage at this stage, whether it be unlucky or whatever. Um, the idea is to get through. Um, we had the hardest mm. uh, tie, if you like, out of, I consider anyway, out of the five English clubs. Um, three of them at the moment look like they're going to go through. Man United will be home, of course, so I kind of expect them to win against Seville at home, although they were not the greatest, but that was not the greatest performance I've seen. And it was a typical, no disrespect to Jose, uh, a typical Mourinho performance, grinding it out like the old-fashioned um, results um, and we'll come to obviously Jose in a while but um, yeah uh, and that was, was the toughest and we were slightly unlucky I have to say and uh, I don't know no one will ever know if it would have played a big man up front whether it, we were talking last week about Giroud or Morata in the end we got neither we got the, the three little men if you like none of them let us down um, you know Eden Hazard wasn't this time the star of the show um, I'm not going to say he didn't turn up. He, he, he had flashes. He wasn't um, overly brilliant. Lionel Messi wasn't overly brilliant. The star of the show was undoubtedly William, and um, mm. you know, very nearly the match winner for us and hitting the post twice. You know, he does pose the question: could have been, which many people ask. Uh, you know, why is he left out so often? But all the people who watch yeah. Chelsea over a regular uh, period of time uh, will probably understand. He, he does have moments of brilliance and. Other games do pass
0: him by. Yeah, I mean, he was brilliant against Hull, which is one thing, but he was absolutely superb on the night, I think, against Barcelona. And and you're right, I think that, you know, sometimes you need a bit of luck and, and we didn't really have it, uh, not just with, I think, uh, the goal we conceded, but also, uh, you know, William hitting the post twice. It would have been a very, very different game had that been the case. But I think, you know, going going back to the selection, I mean, we, we were definitely bigging up the idea of playing Giroud, uh, and uh, Conte did different. And, I mean, who's to say he was wrong? Because I, I think one thing that really interested me, actually, was that, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, we were both there, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, it looked for the first kind of half an hour that we just didn't have an out ball, and it, it seemed to be crying out for, you know, somebody who could hold the ball up. But on the other hand, I thought that the way that, the that, you know, that Hazard and William and, and Pedro played together, on the one hand, it, it gave us a lot of pace when we could break quickly. And I think they also managed to pull the Barcelona defenders out of position, which is why William got some space. And I think also, you know, they were able to cover back more than just perhaps a lone striker might have done. So, you know, I, I, I would hold my hand up and say I didn't think it would work and I didn't think it was the right thing to do. But I think the evidence really was that Conte perhaps got it right.
1: Well, you know, you say that and if I was going to be challenging and I'm going to be a little bit, if you call a one-all home draw. In a in a in a two leg competition, it worked. I'm going to say I'm not sure it worked because we didn't get the win.
0: Yeah, but we did. We didn't. We didn't get stuffed, carry And I think the, oh, I think the, there was a lot Dave, of people around who were really quite worried about that.
1: Dave, the idea. And is, I think you know the fact, Dave. The idea is to on, get Is the way I see it. This is one of them. You know, if we're going to settle for a, a, um, a nil nil draw away from home or a one nil loss, then we're out of the competition. we was our unlucky. lucky? Um, the idea yeah. is to try and win as far as I'm concerned. And we still might do that. So I'm not going to be anything because I'm going to say we're still in the tie. Yes, we could have got stuffed. Yeah, But, you know, yeah. we're talking about winning a competition. We, we, all season we've spoken about four trophies. You know, you're in them to win them. And the idea is to try and win, win one of them. Um, going out unlucky, well, it's going out unlucky. We've been there before. And we've won lucky as well um so as far as I'm mm. concerned let's uh just sit on the fence we're still in the tie we still have got to produce and we've got to produce one of the performances of a lifetime for, for them players actually playing in the game um to go and win at the new camp because it's not every day that people say all right no problem you've got to go and win at the new camp it, it, it's not going to be easy and we are very much the underdog because of what happened at the bridge
0: yeah you know and I, going back to that mate I, I you know look you know I, I'd I don't mind you challenging me and I I know you don't mind me challenging you. I mean, my my feeling was, was that, you know, if we were all saying, give it a go, have a go at them and everything. But I think on reflection, maybe if we'd have done that, we we could have, you know, conceded a lot more and we would have been absolutely out of the tie. And I know it was disappointing to get the 1-1 and I know that it's going to make things very difficult. But, you know, we are still in this tie at 1-1. And I remember what we said last week, you know, because we really didn't know how it was going to go, to be honest. Uh, but we said, Look, you know whatever happens we 've got to still be in with a shout after ninety minutes, yep. and, and I think that we are and and it just shows you doesn 't it I mean you know you know this you 've been in the game a long time, and it 's a game of fine margins." And, you know, had William not hit the post twice, we would have been 3-0 up. And had Christensen you know, not had a you know, momentary lapse in concentration, we wouldn't have conceded that goal. And it would have been very different, wouldn't it? I mean, talking about Christensen, do, do you have some sympathy with him? Because, I mean, he was he, I thought the, the, the defence was superb, I've got to say. I mean, for me, it was like winding the clock back to the, you know, the area when we, when we were competing for it every year. You know, some of the defensive performances we made in, 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 at that time were superb, and I thought that this was much the same. So I have a lot of sympathy with him for that.
1: Well, I'm not going to have too much sympathy with him, and then I'm going to be a little bit more critical. A <laughs> little bit more critical. No, go for it, mate. No, A little bit more critical elsewhere, I'm afraid. You know, um, no, disres- okay, go on. No, no disrespect to the way people want to play. And and the the modern day coaches and the foreign coaches that come in, you know, we get the high pressing and you, you encourage your defenders to play out the back. Um, In the old days, people would say, well, get it up the field, just kick it up the field, clear your lines and squeeze up and all that sort of stuff. I mean, what is wrong? What is right? At the end of the day, football is about scoring more goals than the opposition Mm -hmm. or conceding less than the opposition. Now we encourage our defenders to play out. Um, He was shut down from one side. He played a ball inside. it is, any defender will tell you an old, an older defender, perhaps yeah, not a modern defender boy. here. You know, don't play the ball across your own box because it could get yeah. cut out, and, and, and you know, things can happen. And I'm not. I'll come back to another point in a minute about this. Um, he did it, and it got cut out. And okay, we were ultimately punished. I uh, two passes later. But do you do you criticise him for playing that for trying to play out, or do you say clear your lines? If he'd have hooked that ball up the field. You know, as far as anywhere, no matter who picked it up, and Barcelona come back and attacked us, his manager would have been down his neck, or or, or his manager would have to correct me and say, no, I wouldn't, uh, because I expect you to clear your lines there. But they are encouraged to pass the ball out of defence, and this is what they're being told. And you are occasionally going to misplace a pass. Um, the older boys would tell you, misplace your passes further up the field, or don't make your mistakes. When you're defending. you're being told these sort of things, you know, I can hear people shouting at me now saying, you know, what are you want about? Trust me, they're being told to pass the ball out. And that's why people are getting the opportunity to press high. You couldn't you couldn't go and shut Wimbledon down up, uh, further up the field, could you? Because the likes of Dave Besson and all them would get it and launch it straight up the field 60 yards. So how are you going to press them high? You know, all this modern football coaching. Uh, um, you've got to go with what? Might happen, and what happened with us is we he got pressurised high up the field, made a made a pass inside. It cost us a goal, and just while we're on it, my final rant mm-hmm. on it is: I think as Pity <laughs> could have done better, he could have t- he could have took Iniesta yeah. he could have took Iniesta out, and in the olden days he would have done. You know, uh, he, he, <laughs>
0: he'd have cleaned him right have cleaned out, him he? right
1: out, and the second pass <laughs> wouldn't have been allowed to be made to Messi. So it's not just
0: a no, absolutely. well, I, I'm glad to hear you say that because I think, I mean, he is young and he'll learn uh, and I don't think he'll be making a mistake like that again because I, I agree with you. I mean, even I know, you know, whether you you play out from the back or not, you do not pass that ball across your own area. It's suicidal, as it proved, which is a great shame because, as you said earlier on, it changed the whole dimension of the game and the tie, in a sense. Um, and before we go into, uh, you know, can we do it in the second leg, there's one other thing that I just want to pick up on because, I mean, I know you were there and I was there and and, and I have to say... It was just, uh, you know, how excited I was before before the game last week. Cause yep. I went on about it for most of the show, absolutely borne out by it. I thought the atmosphere was superb. It was electric, and, and it just shows you what we've missed. For the, I mean, I think it's the, you know, that's the biggest game we've had at the bridge for a long, long time uh, in the Champions League against a rival that we don't like much, and it showed. And I thought the atmosphere was superb, and we had Ray Wilkins on Talk Sport saying it was it was it was it was quiet. What was he going on about? I don't I don't think it was. What do you think?
1: Well, um, I've seen some great nights. It wasn't as great, you know, in terms of uh, atmosphere as, as the one I was talking about before. But it was up there. It certainly wasn't quiet. Yeah. certainly wasn't quiet. And, it, and, it, and right. it wasn't dull, the atmosphere, no. The, the supporters did their bit. No. And, it, and it, was, it was very good, you know. Um, had we won, it would have gone through the roof. I mean, when we scored, I mean, everyone was up. It was electric. And, you know, the hope, the real hope that we could hang on was evident. Uh, but never, But never mind, it, it didn't happen. And, you know, that, that that's where we are with it. Um, we, we'll go and do what we need to do in the second leg, and what, in case there are, whatever will be, will be. Um, well, atmosphere.
0: I mean, the reality what, is. Sorry, go on, mate. No, sorry. The
1: atmosphere is going to be equally in their favour in the, in the second leg because they're 90 they're odd thousand or, or 85 thousand, so I'm sure we'll take our five. Um, it'll be up in the gods somewhere. Um will be behind their team. So they're going to be noisy and vocal as well. So this is what you get when you put Chelsea and Barca together. And they do produce great atmospheres.
0: Mm, Absolutely right. Well, looking ahead to the next leg, actually, that's interesting. Because, I mean, I've got a whole list of every time we played them in front of me, would you believe. I've actually done some homework this week. And uh, I remember the match uh, in 2000, the second leg. I mean, we were 3-1 up going into that. And I remember that they had a, a huge banner, the Barcelona fans, and on it was written 2-0, which is what they needed to go through. And in the end, they thumped us 5-1, although it took them extra time to do it. So, you know, even with a, a good lead, you're not safe going over to Barcelona. And in fact, we've not, I don't think we, we've never actually beaten them away. We've not beaten them in the Camp Nou. The best we've done is draw, which we've done a couple of times. Um, we did it in 2006, having won 1-0, interestingly enough. And of course, we very famously did it again, having won one nil at home in two thousand and twelve in the in the season that we won it, so there's no doubt about it, mate It's going to be a huge and very uphill task, but it's not impossible is it and I, and i think I think you can get at this Barcelona side, you know we created a lot of chances uh you know on Tuesday night, so they are get attable, i think
1: yeah, I fully agree, and uh to all, you know everyone's thinking about it uh, why not do all you know if we get the one goal. Mm. They've got to get the two, right? I mean, everyone's going to say, well, of course, they, you know, they're more than capable of getting the two. But then the two all puts us through. Um, this is this is the beauty. Yeah. We've got to get the one. We are capable of getting the one. I have a funny feeling, you know, he, he might well go with the same sort of uh, system because the big man up front, like, yeah, I I've, think I've, so. I've heard people say, you know, get it up to the big <coughs> man. You can hold it up and we'll need that in the new camp to be able to get out a little bit. I'm not so sure. I think he might try and absorb mm. uh, and do something similar with the pace of all three players, um, yeah. with, with a view to getting out and, and, and catching them. He knows that they'll have to press. They've got to win the game. You know, all right. People will say uh, various draws will get them through, and various draws will get us through. But the owners will be on them in their own backyard to try and win the game. And, and you know, but I don't think they can sit back. They're going to come at us, and maybe the three again. Um, He'll decide. This is, I mean, it's the it's a, it's a world's worst ever worst thing to do to try and d- double guess your manager or what he's going to do. And certainly this fella, um, but it would make sense to a degree. And look at me saying leave a big man out. I'm not saying that at all. If he plays one, he plays one. There's still two quick players in and around it. You know, the big fella could hold it up, and you know, and 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 now one of the uh, breaking quicker players to actually get around him, and it could look that way. So there's all sorts of permutations, but my own idea is he might well go with the same shape again, and uh, you know I don't think uh, I think he'll be playing two old in midfield players that's for sure, um, and but I think he could well play with the the three little ones up front again, and who knows?
0: Yeah, mm. well it'll be fascinating to see it, of course, as always, and I can't wait for that. But I, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm disappointed but not downhearted. And, and you know, I, was actually, I actually left the ground feeling quite proud of the team for that performance that they put in because I, I have to be honest, I really didn't think they had it in them and I think we've got a chance, you know, and I, as I said, I think you can get at Barcelona and you can score against them. And we're certainly going to have to do that. And it's in a sense, it's like a one-off game, isn't it? So we've got every chance. Um, look, I know we've got Man United to talk about, but I just you know, want to quickly uh, talk about um, beating Hull in the Cup, which is what we, we previewed a bit last week. And again, William was fantastic. Obviously, it was a bit of a stroll. Uh, more to the point, we, we've now got Leicester away uh, in the quarterfinals. Um, which, to be honest, Kerry, when I when I saw the draw, I thought, well, you know, it could have been worse, but I suppose it could have been better. I'd be interested to hear what what you think about that draw.
1: Could have been worse, could have been better. Um, that's exactly what I yeah. think about it. Yeah. Um They're capable. Um, in, you know, they'll look upon it as a competition. They can win. They look at, you know. Um, two games from Wembley or, you know, uh, they beat us and, you know, they got a semi-final and a final. Um, we're the same. But we're, we're more than capable of winning at Leicester. It could have been, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a way to one of the big guns. Uh, thankfully, not Manchester mm. City, <laughs> which was an amazing, mm, amazing yeah. result for them. And listen, I have to say, with them going out, it opens it all up, I, I really do believe. Yeah. And we, we've we said for quite a few weeks now this might be the competition that we can win so listen Yeah. although we've got Barcelona we've got Manchester City in the league we've got Man United in the league Antonio Conte as much as he needs to finish in the top four should seriously look at you know this competition with a view to winning it um, I think uh, the likes of Ampadu who's done very well in this competition uh, and all the squad all the players, or players I'm not going to call them the squad players the players that come in and play in these games um, great But I just hope he gets his team selection right and doesn't, after coming this far, you know, with Leicester away, we're going to be looking at a semi-final if we can get through this one. And uh, I'm sure we will. Treats it right. Let's try and win the thing.
0: Yeah, well, I totally agree. I mean, I I think he will need to put a fairly strong side out. Um, The only concern, of course, is that not only have we got uh, United away, City away and Palace at home before them, but I think we've got... it, It comes... Let me just think, we've got the Barcelona game on the Wednesday, haven't we? So it'll be after that. Yeah. And, I, and I do wonder how that run of games, particularly the Barca away game, might affect things. I mean, of course, you know, if we win against Barca, they may be up on a real high. So, you know, who knows? But it is a concern, isn't it, I suppose?
1: Well, you look at concerns and that can work both ways. You know, we could throw in and we can yeah, beat them yeah. and win our, we could put it up the Lord Mayor's showing. Um, or, or, or we could, or it, or it could go the other way, and we could come out and really fight on the only competition we've realistically got left. So it could, it could work both
0: ways. Yeah, exactly. Well, we just don't know at the moment. Can't wait though. That's what it's all about, really. Business end of the season. George J K. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there, and it's not on TV? Oh, chich!
1: I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue (laughs) Boys live—it's
0: all too much. (laughs) I know, J.K. I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have. Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do. Um, now, talking of big games, we've got a cracker coming up on Sunday. Always, always, always a big game against United. Uh, sadly, I'm, I'm not going myself. Couldn't get a ticket, which is a shame, but there you go. Um, of course, the background to this, uh, just to add a little bit more spice, if any, any was needed, was the the ongoing feud between uh, Conte and uh, Mourinho. And in, in a sense, that's almost as much looking forward to that as much as I am the game. In a sense, Kerry, do you, do you think that do you think they'll behave themselves and it'll all quieten down, or do you, do you think it might explode a bit? To be honest, I don't really care what they do. Uh, they knock it out of each other on good the touchline. You. you
1: know, it don't make no <laughs> difference. Um, they'll both get they they'll come up as be entertaining. what they do, yeah. But you know. At the end of the day, uh, if they knock out of each other and, and, and Chelsea win the game one 0 on a ball, a ball, I'll, I'll take that all day long. You know, um, it's about the game. It's about what goes on on the pitch. Um, I, I don't tend to get sidetracked by managers, uh, the side circus, if you like, uh, by what goes on. Um, you know, I still and I always have done believe that the game's about players. Managers bring a certain um, thing to the table. You know, some bring. Uh, Winnable game. Some bring uh, purely boredom. Some some bring flamboyance. Some bring you know craziness with what they say, and some are up a dross. Uh, but it's a side circus. Uh, we support Chelsea Football Club. The manager, whoever it may be, uh, is part of it for a while, and then uh, the players and the club still remain. Um, I'll be I'll be more interested in the game. I'm you know I don't hold a lot of credence as to what goes on on, those, on the sidelines.
0: Uh, good for you, mate. Well said. I mean, for what it's worth, if it comes to a fight, my money's on Conte. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Um. Uh. Anyway, you know, after the Barca game, uh, I would imagine I I'd be. I would. I would be amazed if the confidence in the team isn't sky high at the moment. There, there seems to have been some sort of a realignment. You know, a lot of people have been talking about. You know a bit of disquiet in the camp, not liking his training methods, all this kind of garbage. But, I mean, I didn't see any evidence of that at all against Barcelona. I saw a a really, really disciplined and cohesive unit who were, you know, who were doing what the manager had asked him to do. So, I think given that, and the fact that they played so well, I, I think they should go into this game with a lot of confidence, shouldn't they? Um yeah, they
1: shouldn't be uh, looking at it as uh, we're going to United as underdogs. I think they're looking at going to United with a view to playing the best they possibly can and knowing that, you know, this United side, um, they're not pulling any, up any crews. Uh You know, they're doing okay in the league. no You know, not too much better than us. I think I don't know what the points total is, but well, I think it's within four points. Um, you know, there isn't yeah. an awful lot. They'll have home advantage, but we're more than capable of going there with, with, with what we've got and, and taking three points. So you know, um, confidence or a low-ebb or whatever, uh, you've got to get up for these games, Manchester United, and you, you'll be up for City. You'll be up for Barcelona. Um, you should be up for every game, mm. of course, but listen, if you can't get up, get your um, peck up with your life for, for the big games and, you know, really have hair on the back of your neck and so on and approach it with a view to, I want to show me best form. Then um, you shouldn't be playing football because this is, as you've, to coin a phrase, what you've already used, this is what it's all about. The big games this, this time of the yeah. season. And uh, yeah, domestically, they don't come any bigger.
0: Mm. I mean, the other interesting thing, I mean, you know, uh, Jose's got a, an amazingly poor record uh, since he's been manager of United against uh, teams in the top six. In fact, I, I don't think he's won one for my knowledge but I mean I'm, I haven't checked so I could be wrong but I, I know I know his records poor whereas when he when he was at Chelsea it was you know he used to you know do very well in that kind of mini league table against the top six and um, I mean I remember in the in the match earlier in the season it was a bit of a stalemate and there was a sense that he parted the bus and he was very cautious and he's done that against a lot of the top sides. You know, he, he did it successfully against Liverpool. So I, I'm wondering whether he might do that against us. But, of course, the corollary of that is that Conte has known to be quite cautious in the big games too. So there's a, there is a chance that it might end up as a bit of a stalemate, which would be rather disappointing. I
1: could easily see it being 0-0, um, the way United play. Um, mm. They have got players, of course, who, who can win games. You know, Sanchez, Lukaku, I don't know, Rashford. You know, they've got players who can, who can do things matter. You know, I don't know which team he's going to pick, but you know he, he, he can play with caution, and uh, which he does demand from his teams, as we know. Um, but you know, the onus is on them. Um, they, he will probably argue that if we draw, well, Chelsea haven't gained on and, on them, and so on, things like that. But there's an, you, you take take out of it what you can. Chelsea will approach the game not knowing they have to win, um, desperately trying not to lose, because in that way we will. Um, lose more ground on them and a top four finish you know people will say it's paramount certainly people within the club they're expecting a top four finish and you know i think it's uh, manchester city have gone and i think it's five from six i really do well arsenal have got a bit of work to do but but certainly um the rest of the four uh it, it you know they've got to the free spaces from that and uh if United start to pull away, whatever points difference they are, we'll give them an opportunity. And bearing in mind we've got to go to City, um, you know, we could be battling for a top four finish as well. So, you know, we did say this month could could be anything. It could be doom and gloom come the end of it, and you know, or or it could be full of life and and, and look into the future. We, we we still don't know, but you've got to. I don't know. A, you, whether you bear caution. I would say go and enjoy the Man United game and believe you can win it. If I was manager, I'd be saying, you boys are as good as them. You can win this game. Uh, just go and enjoy yourself and uh, let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, well, I I have to say, it was encouraging, you know, to hear what Conte was saying in the press conference. And he, he seemed to, to be saying that in a sense that, you know, look, there's, you know, we need three points. There are three points to be won there. We're kind of capable of doing it and we, we need to make sure we get into the top four. So... I have a suspicion. Well, I hope that, that that's borne out by what we see on the pitch, because I, I would agree with that. I don't think there's any reason why we can't get a result there at all. Um, there's something. I mean, I know they're they're above us in the table, but there there is they're just there just seems to be something that's not quite right about United at the moment, and there seems to be a little bit of atmosphere around Mourinho. I mean, you know, I mean, you can only go by what you hear in the media and stuff, but. You know, there's a there were a lot. I was listening to the radio last night, and there were a lot of lot of supporters, or the night before, should I say, there were a lot of supporters. Many United supporters moaning about Mourinho and being boring and negative. So I don't think it's all massively positive there, and I think it's a good time to be playing them actually. So I'm hopeful. But uh, having said that, I mean, how do you see it going? Do you think do you think we're going to start with Giroud?
1: I really don't have a clue. Um, I. I think mm. I think Giroud. no. I think that I think <laughs> Maratta I think uh, given the choice he brought Maratta on. I, I I really I think he'll probably clump mm. for Maratta. Um interesting. I, I, I really don't know. Uh but I think he'll take a draw. I I know you said we need three points, but I think mm. he'll take a draw. And if I'm being honest, I probably would take a draw. I'd hope for the win, hopefully put in a good performance and try and get the three points. I would take the draw. Um I'll take it now, you know, start of the season. Um, our top four finish is not going to be necessarily defined by winning away at Man United or winning away at City. It's what we, no. what, it's what we do against no. the Palaces and, and we do against the, yeah. the Huddersfields and we do against the, the Bournemouths and, and so on. So, you know, we, we've got to go and beat all them. We, you know, we, we've we've proved we can get beaten by them. Um, but I'll take a draw up at Old Trafford and I'll take a draw at Main, uh, Main Road. I'll take a draw at the uh, uh, Emirates Stadium. Emirates, mm. no, it's not.
0: Well, Etty had em, empty Et, Had, yeah. as we like well, to call it. Yeah, Emirates is for these
1: I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still at Main Road, but
0: never mind. Well, a lovely ground that was, to yeah, be course. fair. Right. Although it was always a bit dicey going in and out, as I recall. But there you go. <laughs> um, look, I, to be honest, I would start Giroud. I, I think he's shown more than Morata has, to be honest. And the other thing, the other thing I would say is that. You know, United are a typical kind of Mourinho side, big and powerful and strong. And uh, I think that Giroud's proved that he can, you know, he's up for the fight and he can mix it a bit. So I would be inclined to start him going on what I've seen the last few weeks. But, you know, who knows? I mean, I wonder if if Conte brought Morata on against Barcelona because, of course, you know, Morata's got a bit more speed possibly than Giroud. I don't know. But uh, personally, I would start Giroud against United.
1: Listen, I don't need any convincing. Um, You're talking about the convinced. Uh, (laughs) I know. um, Yeah, I I don't need any convincing. Um, Let's just see what happens. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Uh, But you know, I'm not going to start picking. His future will be decided by his results and what he does. Um, So you know, we're all we're all behind the manager. We're all behind the club. Um, We want to win. Let's just hope he picks the best team that plays on the day and the the team that he picks give their best and uh, we. We win.
0: That's what we all want. Absolutely, mate. We can't. We can't ever hope for more than that. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to predict this because I really don't know how it's going to go. But I mean, like like you, I, I'm I'm inclined to think that it could well end up uh, being a draw. But I, I hope it's a good match, and I, I hope that we can continue. You know, with the. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we've hit a bit of form in the last few weeks, and as I said, I think that confidence should be high after the Barca game, and. You know, I hope that there's a bit of belief in them, and that they go out and give it a go, and and hopefully smash United because I love to see that every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt about that. <laughs> anyway, mate, we shall we shall find out on Sunday, won't we? And then we'll be back again next week to talk all about it and hopefully celebrate another good performance and a win. Um, before we go, I should just remind all of you people listening that. Uh, uh, we or I will be back uh, with the main Chelsea fancast on Monday night at seven o'clock, uh, which is uh, live on Mixler M I X L R dot com forward slash Chelsea hyphen fancast, and then of course we pump it out as a podcast shortly afterwards. And of course, don't forget to check out all of our blogs and stuff from the Chelsea dot com website. That would be very nice of you. Right, I'm going to have a cracking weekend. I can't wait for Sunday, Kerry. I hope you uh, hope you have a cracking weekend too, and you and I will reconvene next week.
1: We'll do, Dave, and uh, all the best, and all the best to the lads travelling to Manchester, and indeed all the supporters um, making their way up there as well.
0: Yeah, top shout. Couldn't agree more. Lovely stuff. Thanks, mate. Uh, speak to you next week. Bye, mate.